The presenting sponsor of Moon Tower Soccer is FVF Law. To find out what makes FVF a different kind of injury law firm, you can visit fef.law. Swoon Tower Soccer, a show that's all about the boys. I'm Steph Craniola. And I'm Mike Craniola. And we're about the boys, but I already said that. And honestly, <laughs> hopefully if you're listening, you you know that. If this is your first episode, though, welcome. Yeah, uh, we, do a, we do a very serious soccer podcast, and you can tell it's super serious uh, because it's us. And listen, we've got some notes. My first note is, OMG, I love him so much. Do I know what that's about? Do I know who that's about? No. Do I know when I wrote it? My favorite thing is the comment that you left (laughs) after you left the note that just says, WTF could this possibly be about? Ah-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha. Ah-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha. Yeah. So uh, you can tell we're a very professional, very well-manufactured show. Uh, We are recording this immediately after the RSL game at home on the 14th of September. Last night. If you, No, it's Wednesday. It's just ignore dates. The time <laughs> that this was happening. Um, so today we are g- gently covering uh, the last two weeks of matches, mostly covering tonight. Yeah. <laughs> uh. We are going to hit our match scots of the match, Isabel and Effie. We are going to go quickly through Portland, Portland, Nashville, and Seattle, more heavily through RSL. Uh, we're going to get to our Soon Tower Selly ratings, our fit checks, our social media standouts, and we've got some listener questions. To wrap it all out, we've got the man of my jersey. Uh, let's do this, stuff. Uh, first off, we've got two match scots, uh, because technically this Portland match fell in... Uh, the kind of two-week cycle that our previous uh, Swoon Tower would have covered. Oh, that's right. But we went to Dragon Con instead. And yeah. so we left from the match, after the match, uh-huh. straight drove straight to Atlanta. Yep. Uh, and <laughs> then did four days at Dragon Con uh, <laughs> before driving home. Honestly, zero out of 10 recommend uh, driving all night after a rain delay and a loss. Yeah, uh, was <laughs> not fun. But 10 out of 10 recommend <laughs> Dragon Con. It's great. We had a great time. We met a lot of other uh, digital media podcasting folks. We talked a lot about this show. People gave us a lot of looks. Yeah, it uh, turns out not everyone in the country has a Tiger Beat uh, sports team podcast. Also, not everyone in the country is an Austin FC fan. Honestly, that should change. Uh, it will. Yes. Uh, we'll get to why that will later on in the show. Uh, but first, 10 out of 10, I would recommend Isabel. Oh, she's so cute. We had to actually chase <laughs> down Isabel. Because we were coming from work. We were late for some reason. We were packing for Dragon Con. (laughs) Oh, that's right. (laughs) Um, So we got there and we were like, has the dog come through yet? And And everyone was like, yes, I saw it go that way. We ran through the concourse. We caught up with Isabel and she was just a little love. Mike, Uh, you want to hear from Isabel herself? You know I do. Hey, Isabel, we've got some questions for you. All right, Mike, you want to get us started? 
Yeah, Isabel, uh, I was just wondering, do you think anyone can challenge Seba for the MVP? Oh, good point. Oh, that's a good point. <laughs> All right, for tonight, what do you think our playoff chances are? <laughs> yeah. And Isabel, uh, what's your favorite treat? What is your favorite treat in the stadium? Oh, me too. Good answer. Yeah. All right, Isabel, can you give us a listos verde? Oh. Thank you so much. Oh, Thank you. What a sweet dog. Oh, my goodness. What an angel. Uh, Isabel, I would give 14 belly scratches <laughs> out of 10. I'm going to give her a thousand treats out of my hand. Yes, you did. <laughs> Poor Isabel. She was so full. <laughs> um, yeah, then we had a weather delay. That's yeah. all we're going to say about that game. I will say this. The weather delay actually ended up working out decently okay because I got to swing by uh, Valentina's. Oh, that's right. We did get Valentina's. I was so full. Uh, I was very hungry. And so Valentino's was perfect. And while we were in line, we got to see Mateo from mm -hmm. La Morga, who uh, got a shout out on Moon Tower. And so I feel like we have to do our dads proud and also give him a shout out here now. Yes. And so shout. there it is. Shout. Ah. Let it all out. <laughs> yeah. We, yeah. That yeah. Was a, your, yours was better. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then... So we had the rain delay, and then there was a match, and then we drove. Mm -hmm. And then that's all I want to say about that game. <laughs> and uh, while we were at Dragon Con, Austin FC played in Nashville. It was a soccer game. We that's, completely missed it. That's uh, all we'll say about that one, too. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I saw the score when we got back to our hotel room, and I said, I won't watch the VOD. Yeah. And then... And then we came home. We came home. And Austin FC played Seattle. And I thought, I wish I'd missed that one. <laughs> so that brings us to tonight. First of all, let's meet our second match, Scott, of the episode, Effie. Oh, Effie. What I love about the past two match, Scots, is that one was like kind of a, a more mature, older pup yeah and effie was just a little baby just a little baby oh she was so cute let's hear from her effie we have some questions for you first of all i heard that you do so well on tests effie is there any advice that you can give to our boys who are facing a really tough test right now Great answer. Oh, what a good answer, Effie. Hey, Effie, I was wondering, whose car would you most like to ride in the back seat of with the windows down? <laughs> Great answer, baby. Wow. Oh, thank you so much, Effie. Can we get a Listo Verde from you? Good girl. Good girl. Hi. Oh, what an angel. Effie is one of the most well-trained dogs. Pu yeah. yeah, puppy. I think I've I think I've ever met. She did so good. Uh, we also learned 
secret stuff about the match scots and should we let's do let's do like a spoil a teaser okay uh there is a little bit of like mascot of the match insider information coming to y'all just before or just after the last home match of the season yeah we're really excited about it uh it's gonna be so fun and so cool and I oh I can't wait to I can't wait for y'all to hear it. I also can't wait, but mostly I can't wait until someone adopts Effie and tells us, and then we can come play. Oh my gosh, yes! Uh, we got to meet her foster. Her foster says Effie is just so lovable. Mm-hmm. You had a really sweet moment with her. Yeah, she said that Effie's super like empathetic. That she'll come home from work and Effie will just like put her head on her neck and just like stare up at her face, and that oh what a Sweet angel dog. So kind. So gentle mm-hmm. for like such a big puppy. And for, for a six-month-old puppy. Didn't jump. I didn't see Effie jump a single time. No. And that's, you know, I mean, I can barely not jump. <laughs> I'm <Yeah>. 37. <laughs> yeah, she's she's an angel. Uh, 10 million angel wings out of uh, one dog. Yes, uh, all of the Snoop Boops, even if... Okay, so I do have a little bit of beef with Effie. Wow. Yeah, uh, I have to say, she was a little distracted during <laughs> our interview. She, uh, I don't know, if, uh, depending on how I edit this tomorrow, I don't know if you will be able to hear that she actually stopped the recording in the middle of it with her nose. <laughs> yeah, uh, you could tell she was like, I... Listen, I don't do media. I have people to love. I'm um, only here so I don't get fined. No more questions. It was very... <laughs> I, she let us know the interview was over. Yeah. She was very, like, wolf in press conferences with the media. Yeah, lately. honestly, yeah. lately. Yeah, maybe she's been watching those. Yeah. Maybe that's part of her training. Maybe Josh Wolf should adopt Effie. Oh, my gosh. Uh, start that hashtag Twitter campaign. Yeah. I don't know what the hashtag is. You tell me <laughs> yeah, what the hashtag make it, is. Tag us in it. And then I'll make Landon and Jeremiah tweet it from the show account. <laughs> um, but she was amazing, even yeah, if she doesn't like her. talking on the phone. <laughs> Please adopt both of these dogs, all of the dogs. Adopt a dog today. Yeah, if you don't have a dog, you should adopt one. Mm-hmm. If you already have a dog and they uh, can have other dogs around, you should adopt another one. Even if you're like i'm allergic to dogs same yeah i have one and he's cute and i get shots it's so so worth it it's so worth it (laughs) (laughs) Uh, can we move on to the match yeah let's talk about the match uh the the only note i have about the match here is just all in caps and also bold and it says we're the best team in the world it's true it's a fact it's written on this paper yeah uh after the match landon tried to tell us that uh this wasn't the greatest game of football that anyone has ever seen in the history of the sport and i don't believe it i think he's wrong that's not on our paper so that's right true can't be true landon sorry bud (laughs) and we're releasing this before your show does yeah and so that's how you know we're the facts we've got the upper hand yeah breaking news we're the best team in the world more at 10 Honestly, I don't know what there is to say about this match besides my Shakespearean reputation was on the line and I'm glad I got some dignity back after we lost to RSL in May. Uh, Yeah, I think the thing that I have to say about this match is that uh, we had a whole section 
on hashtag shorts watch, mm. uh, which was great. Mm. We had uh, some really good moments in the pregame when we discovered that Ragoni was uh, warming up with all the starters before the lineup came out. Yes. That was pretty fun. Yes. Uh, we, we got some pretty good uh, mint kit at home-ness. Yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, it's been a while for that. Yeah, you can really see the sweat up close <laughs> at home. <laughs> uh, I will say that I prefer the shorts and the short fit uh, on the mint kits to the uh, to the standard black and uh, Bernie Negro kits. Yeah, I think that's fair. And I so- I I think it's it's really what our boys do with them. That uh, sets them apart. Do you want to talk about that a little bit? Uh, yeah, I want to talk about that a little bit because Musa Jite came out and his shorts were Diego level short. Uh, well, so one of the things that one of the uh, the listeners to our to the show and one of our friends told us is that they kept getting shorter the more goals he scored. <laughs> so like the first goal, they were kind of short. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, one leg went up very high. Mm, yeah, it did. And then he scored a second goal. And the other leg <laughs> also went up very high. And then he scored the third goal. And, and it, it was, was like... It was diaper action yeah, by then. Honestly, it was, it was mint diaper. And I can't blame him. No. If, I, if I had legs like that, it would be in my contract that <laughs> I can wear my shorts like that anywhere I go. It was just so. Oh, oh I, I mean, do you want to just go right into the Selly ratings? Because like yes. that's pretty much what we're talking about. Yeah, yeah, we may as well uh, because the three goals that we had in this RSL match, uh, and honestly, <laughs> in the all, last two weeks, in the last two weeks, the only other goal we had was the one in the Portland match. Uh, and yeah, we didn't even no... get a celebration for it because we were so far behind. Right. So the three celebrations that we could talk about over the last two weeks. First one, Musa Jite scores an absolute banger of a goal off a beautiful Diego assist. Yeah. And then he just like puts his his finger to his head. Just looks into the crowd, walks pretty decently slowly toward the crowd. Yeah. Puts his finger up. To the side of his dome. I guess maybe like now that you're doing it, now that we're like playing it back, like maybe it's like a, like a smart thing. Like I'm very intelligent. Like I knew to make that run. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I'm going to give it a six out of 10. Nine and a half. Easy. Uh, mm, okay. Uh, the second one though. Yep. I'm going to give a seven out of 10. Because, this is a, a an improvement. Why? Yeah. Because he did the same thing. He put his finger to his head, but... My man Julio Cascante ran over from the bench to jump <laughs> on his back and celebrate with him. And that makes it a seven for me. The addition of Julio makes anything better. I realized that part of why you're giving this celebration, the first goal celebration, such a low score, is that you've forgotten the secret handshake that him and Romagna did together. Walking away from goal. Oh, I thought that was on the second one. They did like a, a hip bump. 
So the first goal, they did like a a whole secret handshake with like high fives and like what? No, uh, I like an up and a down, like a high five, a low five, and then like another one, and then a hip check. I would have. I feel like I would have seen that. Honest, I swear to God, it happened. Send Uh, me a video. Someone send me a video. (laughs) Yes, honestly, send that. Send that over. It is. mm, It is incredible. Yeah, I need to see it Uh, for science. (laughs) The second goal, I also gave a nine point five. And the reason for this one having a 9.5 is the swagger. Mm. He hits that ball on the volley, and he's turning and strutting away before it's even in, it feels like. Mm-hmm. He, he knows it's going in. He just, oh, so cool. Mm-hmm. Like, everything about it was so sick. Uh, he just, like, you could tell at that point, like, oh. He's scoring a third. Yeah, and he kept that swagger through the entire end of the match, and it was so nice to see because he's such a sweet baby angel, and like, <laughs> I just want to see him happy, you know? Yeah, uh, he's always celebrating other people. Yeah. Like, he's always got such a big smile. He's always giving hugs and high fives. Before the match, when he was walking over to hang out with the other subs, he had his arm around Teen Wolf, yeah. and he's like pulling him in close, and like, they're goofing around like it's just so sweet so cute he's so sweet and then he's rewarded 10 out of 10 (laughs) third 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 goal 10 out of 10 jumping into the crowd yep the way he like leapt like a like a like a hurdler over the barrier my favorite thing about that is remember when cascante tried to jump into the crowd (laughs) and caught his foot and so like gta doing it uh (laughs) successfully even though he's got to have what thirty pounds on Julio. I mean, at least like, he's like solid muscle. That and, man is well, like is, yes, is insanely built. But here he goes up and over, no problem. It was incredible. Runs in all the hugs and like also just what a guy to get our first hat trick. Yeah, like just yeah. so cool. What a redemption story. Unexpected. So sick. Totally unexpected, especially as a sub. And so well deserved. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, uh, I I love it. I love it for him. He's yes. amazing. Uh, we love you, Musa Jite. I give this one a nine and a half out of ten. All right, let's uh, head on over to our fit <laughs> checks for both of our home games. So uh, against Portland on the thirty first, is that when that was? I, I don't, don't know. remember. <laughs> against then, Portland forever ago. Yeah, and then tonight, um, I'm gonna start with my first note. Okay. Um, which. <laughs> I <laughs> I have never seen a shirt I love more than Sebastian Driussi's plain white t-shirt with black text that says outfit came from Italy. <laughs> like just small font across his chest and he's just so like chill about it. It's it's the best. It's it's I love it so much. What baffles me about this shirt is I cannot tell if it's a short sleeve shirt, if it's a long sleeve shirt, if it's a baseball tee. Like how? Yeah, it's like baseball tee length, isn't it? Almost, but it's not because it goes only to the elbow. Like it's the weirdest cut shirt I've ever seen. Babe, uh, it came from Italy. <laughs> I I guess. <laughs> I mean, what I, else do you need to know? Where else would it come from? Yeah. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I love it. It's my favorite shirt anyone's ever worn. Uh, my favorite shirt of this week goes to Danny Houston. 
Mm. Uh, I am a sucker for a flannel, especially a flannel with the sleeves rolled up. That tracks. Like that. I don't know. There's just something that looks so cool. Uh, the forearm, like mm-hmm. visibility. I don't know. I just really like it. I think this looks super sharp. I think he looks super cool. Yeah, uh, he does. He does look very cool. Does not at all look like a dad in this picture. You know who does look like a dad? Who's that? It's it's Felipe. It's always Felipe. Felipe is such a dad. And like he tries so hard to be as cool as his friends. Dad at a barbecue. But he really... <laughs> I'm just saying... He's the He's got he's the, the asados going, you know, like that's his whole thing. He's the dad that all the moms gossip about oh, and guaranteed. try to hang out with. Yes. And like he's definitely like Yeah, he takes his kids to the pool and the moms are like Oh, hey Felipe. The moms are, are looking at their kids, they're like, Hey, 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 Rebecca, go, go make, swim near go Felipe's make kids. <laughs> yeah, go make friends with that kid over there for no reason whatsoever. Also ask their dad what he's doing later. <laughs> I love Felipe so much. <laughs> but he did especially in this picture. And especially because it like the three buttons undone oh. is just like classic hot dad move. Sure. What I like too is that continuing on mm. to um to the match tonight. Mm-hmm. The RSL match on Twitter, Austin FC posted more fits that are different from their Instagram yes. fits. Uh, hey, how how dad does Felipe look in them? <laughs> you know how dad Felipe looks in them. He looks like I'm a just dad. on a scale of like zero to dad. Dad. Yeah, and it's not even like oh, I hate this is this is the negativity that he's talking about in the press. <laughs> like it's not even daddy. It's dad. No, it's just a dad. My favorite thing. Is that he has worn this shirt so many times? So many times. And this you know what? Season. That's cool. Like dads have looks, wardrobes. Dads have looks closets. Great. Yeah. Dads have a uniform. This is <laughs> this is Felipe's dad uniform. Uh, I feel bad because the photo that they took for his outfit check is him and Emiliano Rigoni next and to each Rigoni other. And Rigoni is like one stair up, <laughs> and already a foot taller than him. Yeah, it's like... Felipe, if you're listening, I know I told you to listen to Swoon Tower so that you would hear all the positivity. Um, You're very (laughs) handsome, and we love you. And And also, look at Rigoni. (laughs) Rigoni's shirt is so sick. Tonight I said to Mike, um, hey, how is... Because it was in the first half, so everything was down at the other end where I can't see anything. And I said, hey, how is Evil Jafar doing? And then I was like, wait, that's redundant. How is sexy Jafar doing? And I said, that's also redundant. <laughs> uh, it is remarkable how much Rigoni looks like Jafar. Uh, someone someone in Los Verdes, the supporters group, said it in the Slack, in like a Slack channel that mm-hmm. they have, uh, the Handsome Boys Football Modeling Club. Shout out uh, to y'all. And oh my goodness. Uh, if he isn't carrying around a snake <laughs> wand or whatever staff, uh, yeah, it's okay, Rigoni. Holler at us. I have one from when I went to see Aladdin on Ice when I was like <laughs> thirteen. You can borrow it. I don't mind. Uh, I just think it completes the look, man. <laughs> the look is great. Um, I'm gonna give the look a B 
And it's only because of his shoes. I hate his shoes. His The rest of his outfit is like A++. Then the shoes just kill it for me. They look like my niece's toddler sneakers. That's mean. Well, they do. They do. I bet they're super expensive. I Probably. have no idea what they are. <laughs> but uh, like the Velcro over the massive Velcro over the top. Speaking looks like of things, I, <laughs> I don't know what they are. What is going on with Sebastian Driussi's outfit from Twitter this week? I don't know. I don't know. Vet. Vet. Maybe he Vetimin? wants to be a veterinarian. I I don't. Maybe this Maybe is, he got a new uh, Vitamix. Maybe. I also really don't love his clam diggers. I uh, wish I were cool enough to pull them off so I can't uh, talk trash on them. I... I do think his little bag is smaller than normal. Yeah, he's downsizing. <laughs> do you think... He put the rest of his pants in there and there wasn't <laughs> enough, so he just put them in the bag. I was going to ask if he's hiding the rest of his toiletries in this gigantic shirt. <laughs> I just, uh, don't I just love it. I am not cool enough to pull this off. This is all coming from a place of jealousy. Uh, you have clearly so much better style than me. Uh, hey... I don't. I wonder if that outfit came from Italy. <laughs> it doesn't say it, so, yeah, so it, can't it can't be, be true. true. Um, if an most... outfit is from in, from Italy, it has to tell you that's. Are the you law. from Italy? Yeah. If you are, you have to tell me. <laughs> um, I I want to close out this fit check segment with the best, um, the best move of the week, and that is Diego's hair. Yeah, it's so good. So for the last couple of weeks, he's had like. The hair he was born with, and <laughs> that as looks good. I liked, I liked Diego. With it's dark hair. fine, <laughs> but like it's not. It, you could tell that something was coming mm-hmm. or something was up because Diego has always got like expressive hair. Mm-hmm. Ever since he was a little kid, when he was playing in New England, he was always doing mohawks and different colored bleach and like. Uh, all these different things. And so to see him with short brown hair for a while, <laughs> just like I was worried that there was something going on. Sure, you know? sure. Uh, no, but, but this purple is. Yeah. Oh, Diego. <sighs> Diego, we love you. What a good dude. Yeah. What a cool guy. Yes. Heck yes, Diego. All right, Mike. You ready to move into our social media standouts? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to let you handle the first one since you just talked some smack. Uh, tell me what this note says. So this note says Felipe's negative media call out. And what did you do? And you were negative. And I was negative. So I am like. And then you got me on the negative train and I had to like, I, I accidentally said something bad because I was jealous. And now look at me. I'm floundering. Listen. We on Spoon Tower Soccer gotta keep things light and fun <laughs> and positive, but also realistic because sometimes pants are ugly. Whoa. I'm just saying Sebastian Driussi's pants this week. Stop it. Felipe's gonna come for you. <laughs> I can't protect you from him. Can we I sorry, I need to this isn't on the notes, but I need to talk about how I made a tweet that said Ethan Finley's dad don't come for me and he liked it <laughs> Ethan Finley's dad liked a tweet it, I didn't even tag no one was tagged in it I didn't hashtag I made it as unfindable as possible which means Ethan Finley's dad Twitter searches 
Ethan Finley. Or he's got alerts set up. Yeah, or that. Um, so if I go radio silent on Twitter, it's a combination of Ethan Finley's dad and Felipe. <laughs> They've you come for me. You shouldn't start fights that you can't finish. <laughs> I'm just saying like I do I do think that it's it's an interesting discussion to have right because when teams do poorly they will be reported on with the things that they did wrong that's literally what sports journalism does and this the whole Austin vibe like the second someone says something negative about Austin FC, I'm like, don't you come for my team, even if they're fans <laughs> and they're frustrated that we lost three games in a row. Even when they're right. Even. Yes, that's that's what I'm trying to say. And I'm not saying it well, but like even when they're right to express their frustration, I'm like. We're the best team in the world. What are you talking about? We're, we're the best team in the world. How could you have a moment of doubt? <laughs> So. And look who was rewarded tonight, baby. <laughs> so, yeah, I just think it's an in, I, I do think it's a really interesting conversation to have. Um, yeah. At what point is uh, factual reporting being negative mm-hmm. versus like the stuff growing up in Boston? Right. We would read yeah, negative it. media all the time yeah. around our sports teams. And so I was I was caught off guard by the comment. Uh, from the team this week because I have felt like, uh, generally, yeah, folks haven't been negative, right? And it, it's definitely not the negativity that we're used to from New England, right? Because that is like <laughs> next level. <laughs> yeah, uh, even when they're winning, <laughs> there's gonna be something wrong. Yeah. So I thought it was a, I thought it was a, a strange moment in uh, in our you know burgeoning club history here yeah i just i don't have any answers for it i just think it's an interesting conversation to have yeah i think it's fun to talk about uh and i've got some suggestions (laughs) most of them involve inviting steph and i to the press conferences yes so that we can uh be the good guys in the room yeah uh, we'll ask all the nice questions. Yeah, we will. Uh, Josh Wolf is going to love us. I don't think he, he is will. He's going to love us. He's not going to know what to do with us, <laughs> but he's going to love it. Speaking of loving and not knowing what to do oh, with gosh. it. Oh, gosh. Oh, geez. This next note is Brad Stuver on Twitch. And I know that we have two different aspects of this that we want to talk about. Yeah. Uh, Why don't you, I just talked about Felipe for like probably too long. So why don't you start? Uh, I want to talk about Brad Stuver hosting a watch party for the U.S. women's national team, uh, which was the cutest, most fun Mm -hmm. thing. Uh, He's hanging out in chat with people as we're all watching the game and then taking questions about the game or like giving his comments and stuff like that. And so uh, I asked him the important journalistic questions. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, I said... Brad, given that you've owned Chicharito in the two penalties that he's taken against you, uh, who would you least want to face from the U.S. women's team for a PK? And he was like, oh, hands down, Alex Morgan. Just like right away. He knew. He knew. Uh, He was like, I don't think she's ever missed a PK. Yeah. Uh, Which, like, his record is pretty good. 
Uh, but hers is better. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> and so I thought that was a really fun moment. Uh, and then also, I wanted to know from Brad, given that he's played in a few different places, like, what is your take on the breadth of coverage, both from inside the club and media and fan media? And he was like, oh, by far, this is the best coverage both inside and outside of a team that I've been a part of like both uh the most and the best do you think that he was specifically talking about Swoon Tower uh, guaranteed okay cool I, I want to talk about Brad Stuver on Twitch playing shoot 'em up games <laughs> y'all if you want to keep an image of Brad Stuver in your head like from what you see on Twitter or like Instagram or like at the matches, don't watch Brad Stuver on Twitch. I will say this. When I heard he had a Twitch, I thought for sure I was going to turn it on and he was going to be playing Stardew Valley or Animal Crossing yes! or like even Breath of the Wild. Roller Coaster Tycoon. Sure. You know, The Sims. No, but he's playing a shoot 'em up and like <laughs> I. Uh, He's just such a bro, and it was so it caught me off guard. And of course, he's allowed to be whatever kind of bro he wants to be. But man, it surprised me. Yeah, uh, I think it's really fun to get these sorts of insights into like players' personal lives a little mm -hmm. bit, right? Like he's playing with friends from New York. Oh, I gotta and... finish up my man cave, Brad Stuver. You've you are not the kind of person to say the the phrase man cave. <laughs> My dude, what? My favorite thing about oh, when... Oh, yeah, this AK is the best thing. My favorite thing about when he said the man cave comment was like, I don't know if Ashley will let me get the lights that I want. And so, like... <laughs> I loved it. It's it's still so Brad Stuber. It's so weird. <laughs> it's so weird. I don't know how I feel about it i love it brad never stops dreaming uh you're so fun to watch and he's like getting really good at like interacting with chat and playing at the same time uh which takes work yeah it does um speaking of interacting with chat <laughs> are we ready for listener questions i think we are okay the first one we're gonna take is a, a steal from from moon tower from yep. our dad's and this is from listener 6969420nice or whatever. Um, <laughs> Nailed it. What's your, what's the best pasta shape? It's bow ties. Well, Mikey. <laughs> I'm just helping. I'm reading the notes. <laughs> okay. I wrote the, I wrote, I was my answer. So I wrote it. And now you're going to, you, Mike, you, you, you. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> Is there a better answer? No, but okay but then. What's your aunt? What's your aunt? I'm broke. It. You've broken me. <laughs> you took. You took my pasta, Mike. You don't eat pasta. Yeah, it's still botas. Okay. Well, I have a whole. I have a whole reason. Me too. Okay. What's your reason? <laughs> my reason is they look the most like something that Felipe would wear during a fit <laughs> check. What's your reason? Okay, well, my my reason uh, is <laughs> my reason doesn't matter. Great. Uh, the next question. No, okay. My <laughs> reason, because it's actually important to me. 
um, <laughs> is that they they've got those little crevices on the on the inside where like the center of the or like you know the butterfly body is. Um, so they've got those little little corners. Please, and we're hooks. American. It's a bow tie. Butterfly. <laughs> um, I did. I want you all to know that I did the hands. I did the the Italian finger hands when I said it, even though this is a podcast. Um, so like they they hold a good amount of sauce, but like not too much sauce. Because sometimes if you get the like hollow noodles, they'll like they'll even like hold some pasta water, and then there's just like sauce, and it it's just like unexpected, and it's like a it's like a gusher, and those things are disgusting. Like. Like you don't want anything to like slosh into your mouth. No, thank you. I feel like my reason was better. And then it's not like uh, I I'm a zero fan of like long pasta shapes because the sauce just like falls off of it and they're too long and too cumbersome. But um, yeah, for Fale, like they, they also, have the think- right amount of sauce hold, but not too much sauce. I also think Felipe would look weird in a bolo. That's why I don't like long pasta. We've got some bread. <laughs> I still can't believe you stole my pasta shape. Like I was setting myself up for like the right answer to this question, and you just took you took that from me. Uh, we've got a couple of birthdays this I, I this week. Just, I was just gonna say the birthdays, <laughs> and so uh, we were gonna go ahead and talk about the birthday horoscope and. I don't know anything about horoscopes. So, Steph, why don't you take Oh, you this? didn't know anything about pasta either. Oh, it's Virgos. <sighs> I want to wish a really happy birthday today to Bonnie and tomorrow to William. And so, since your birthdays are so close to each other, and since we're technically still on today, but like it's like clockwise tomorrow, I'm just going to wish you both a happy birthday and everyone's going to be right. Now, your birthday twin as September 1415 Virgos is going to be none other than Diego Fagundes. Now, here's a little something from the Internet citation Google on Virgos. They have a talent for communicating. They are truthful but need a dream world that lets them escape from harsh reality. Which is why Diego plays Warzone. Yep, yep. Um, To escape the harsh reality of his (laughs) soccer career. (laughs) They believe in putting their reputation on the line for a good cause, but are not controversial. And I think that, like, Diego's done a really good job of standing up for the things that he clearly um, agrees with slash does not agree with and supports the community in a way that um is really important and really amazing yeah and you know that's rad uh also their sensitive nature may hide a sparkling personality i don't know how i don't know how sensitive diego is but i'm just gonna go off of this and say that his sensitive nature is abundant and also his personality (laughs) is sparkling just like william and bonnie that's right um Happy birthday, William. Happy birthday, Bonnie. Uh, We've got a couple of more birthdays coming up at the end of the month. And so uh, if your birthday is also coming up, again, don't hesitate to reach out to us. We uh, love celebrating birthdays. Yeah, we do. Birthday birthday. cake is my favorite cake. It's the number one best tasting cake on the planet. I just want to tell you all that last year for his birthday... Uh, Mike requested a very specific birthday cake. So when he says birthday cake, period, he might mean Prince Regentin Torta, uh, the eight-layer chocolate 
thing that happened on the Great British Bake Off that I spent seven hours making for uh, Honestly, any birthday cake <laughs> is the best birthday cake ever. But that Prince Regenta Torta, y'all, uh, very good. If you know Steph, you should ask her to make you one for your birthday. Please don't. <laughs> <laughs> um, moving on, we got another listener question. And this one comes from Sir Kirkus. Sir Quirkus, how do you pronounce it? I, when I read it, I read it as Quirkus. All right, Sir Quirkus uh, in Slack. And he wants to know, are players D&D classes? Yeah, so uh, this is especially relevant for us because we did just get back from Dragon Con where Steph and I have a Dungeons & Dragons podcast and got to perform live uh, in Atlanta and so we've got some thoughts on this. Yeah, we've got some thoughts. We picked five random char- characters. <laughs> yeah, we picked a we picked an adventuring party. We picked five random players from I was going to say Adventure Incorporated. Uh, that's our other <laughs> podcast. Austin FC Ooh, is nice the plug. soccer team. I wasn't even trying to nice do it on plug. purpose. Nice plug. Adventuringpod.com. <laughs> we picked five random players from Austin FC, and we have given them classes yeah uh the first one was a a collaborative effort Mm -hmm. between yourself and sir quirkus and i think it's great yeah so there's a if you know anything about D &D, um which it's okay if you don't because it's seven years in and i still really don't um (laughs) but there's this dichotomy between wizards and sorcerers um, you have this magic user who is very, very powerful, but the two sides are that wizards have to work very, very hard and study and go to wizard school and learn and grow and whatever. And then sorcerers are just naturally magical. They are imbued with magic. They're they're effortless. Um, and that's, that's kind of the two sides of that magic trope, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I think that's a fair yeah. simplification. So we've got Diego to start. And I don't know if anyone works harder than Diego. Um, so he's going to be our wizard. And Sir Quirkus said sometimes he has goal from penalty kick prepared as a spell. And sometimes he uses up spell slots before we get to that point, which is a really great pull yeah, yeah, yeah. for Diego. Uh, and then on the flip side of that mm-hmm. coin, I think... Sebastian Driussi is a perfect example of a sorcerer. Yeah. Uh, here's a guy who is just... Everything he does is magic. Yeah, and it's not to say that he doesn't work hard. Like, that's no. not at all what we're trying to say, but what he does looks so effortless. Like, there is no... And there's, like, clearly something innately yes. different about him. He is special. Like, just wow. Yeah, yeah. And then we've got Alex Ring. Uh, Yeah, so Alex Ring, I went back and forth on a couple of times, but I think... We have settled on a paladin. Yeah. I'm going to let you take uh, the paladin and the cleric because I still don't actually know what they they do. Sure. (laughs) Uh, So basically, the reason I settled on paladin for Alex Ring is because uh, he's got some magic in him, but so much of his, like, power comes from his belief and his will Mm. to be right and to, like, insert himself 
in the cause, you know? And we see that time and time again with him, uh, sometimes a little, you know, too spicy and getting (laughs) yellow cards for it. But, like, uh, he is not afraid to stand up for what's right for his team and be that force in the front of those conversations. Uh, And so that's why I picked Paladin for Alex Ring. Okay. And then do you want to hit us with the cleric as well on that similar vein? Yeah, the flip side to that... uh, also someone who has a, you know, kind of divine power to them, yeah. uh, the cleric role, right? And I thought John Gallagher makes a great cleric. And the reason that I picked cleric for Galley is that clerics are some of the most versatile classes in Dungeons & Dragons. You can do... You can be a cleric who only heals people. You can be a cleric who sits at the front of the party to take all of the uh, abuse. You know, maybe you maybe you are the guy who's doing, in soccer terms, right, all the running to tire out the opponents. Uh, maybe you're not the guy that puts the ball in the back of the net, but you could be. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you could also be the person that uh, kind of handles adaptability adapting to the situation uh in a really excellent way and as we've seen from john gallagher uh striker turned winger turned uh you know defensive back like this is a guy who will play anywhere however and like fit in with the team to do it yeah i love that i love that um then we've got one more we couldn't go. Whole, Who is it, Steph? We couldn't go a whole swing tower without talking about my man Ruben Gabrielson. <laughs> uh, and we've got a barbarian for Ruben. And I did have to be. Rem- I was like, barbarian. He's not mean enough to be a barbarian because I just love him so much. And Mike was like, I feel like I have to remind you that he literally picked up a man and threw him on the ground for getting close to Maxi. Also, he slide tackled a child. <laughs> And yeah, so I think that that is honestly a perfect encapsulation of what a barbarian is because 90% of the time, they're just, uh, you know, part of the party, a regular adventurer. And then like when they hit that rage. That's when they snap. That's, that's when they when snap. That's when they're tackling a child. <laughs> uh, so that's our that's our party, a wizard, sorcerer, paladin, cleric, and barbarian with Diego Driussi, Ring, Gallagher, and Gabrielson. Yeah, so we don't have uh we don't have a ranger and it's because it's Maxi. Yeah. Like obviously. Also because nobody needs a ranger. <laughs> Useless class. Wow. Um, <laughs> shots fired. I don't actually have any reason to back that up. I just, it just sounded incendiary, so I said it. Who needs a ranger when you have a druid in Musa? <sighs> anyway, this is getting very nerdy. <laughs> let's uh, wrap let's wrap it up with the man of my jersey, Mike. Yeah, who is it? Um, so I thought about it being um Musa Jite. Why? Because tonight he had a hat trick. First ever. Yep, first ever. Um, and then I thought about it being Ruben Gabrielson. Why? Because I love him. <laughs> and I am going to give this Spoon Tower Cycle, Man of My Jersey, to Brad Stuber. Because it's obviously tonight was all Musa, right? Like there was a massive uh it's our first ever hat trick how can you not celebrate that but we also had a clean sheet and there were some really 
massive saves that Stuver made. Yeah. And just his consistency across the board, the way that he got us out of some tight spots tonight, the way that, you know, even in the past couple of games, yes, we had losses. Yes, they let goals in. But like he has consistently played with so much heart and so much passion. And I think that it, especially when we lose, it falls so much on him um, that I really want to just take this moment to celebrate him a little bit. Yeah, it was like two full months ago that we had our last clean sheet. So uh, that's pretty cool Yeah, for us tonight. Yeah. So nice work, Brad. Yeah. Congratulations on the man of Steph's jersey. The man of my jersey. Y'all, thank you for being here. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> please remember, rate, review, and subscribe. Uh, do all the things. Tell all your friends. Tell your mom. Tell your moms. Tell your dads. Tell anyone who will listen to you. Um, tell people who won't listen to you. <laughs> Just get the word out. Uh, share the show. Also, um, I, listen to Moon Tower too. They're really good. Yeah, they're great. And they make the show enjoyable for people like us. Yeah. Whatever that means. <laughs> Thank you all for being here, and we'll see you next time. <laughs>